Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thanks for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today with me is a registered dietitian for Fit to Recover, Cassidy Moore. Cassidy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Today we're going to talk about meal prep because I really think uh, your meal prep, if you're planning to actually be healthy or lose weight, is kind of the key. So kind of give us your idea. Talk about meal prep. Why is it important and how can it make a difference? Yeah, absolutely. I love this topic. I think it's great. Um, So I think there's many reasons meal prep can be super beneficial, Um, not only for you to be able to have healthy meals, but it also can be a huge money saver, I think. So when you're able to plan out your meals for the week um, and you go to the grocery store with a list and stick to the list, uh, it helps you to stay within a budget if you have any kind of budget restraints. And then it also just helps you to uh, make sure that you are getting healthy meals for the week. And I think it can be pretty overwhelming, this idea of like prepping all your meals for the week. So I think trying to break it down to make it a little simpler or not so overwhelming when you start, I think is a huge thing. But once you get the hang of it and kind of get in a routine, I think it really helps you to get stay on track throughout the week and not turn to, you know, the fast food places or convenience foods when you're hungry because you just have all those meals ready to go for you when you need them. Right. Before we just get into the tips that you have for us, um, kind of give us kind of an overarching of what you like people to think about when they're thinking about meal prep. Yeah. So I try to, I'd like them to think, um, try to make it easy on themselves. So, you know, if you, you don't have to prep like a bunch of completely different dishes, I like to try to think you have like one star ingredient that you are putting into a bunch of different meals. Like, um, like if you're going to use chicken, then use it in a couple different ways with ch- different chicken dishes or things like that. So you don't have to prep all these different foods. You can kind of utilize the same thing in a bunch of different meals. Ah, so being more efficient with your planning. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. So how do people get started? Yeah. So I think getting started, try to maybe tone it down a little bit. So work up to maybe doing multiple meals. But I think to get started, try to focus maybe just on prepping a breakfast or prepping your lunches, whichever will be the less stressful for you. Like if lunch is stressful for you because and you're always going out to eat, maybe try that. If breakfast is stressful because you don't have enough time in the morning, then maybe prep your breakfasts. But I think trying to just prep one meal at first can be super helpful. Um, and then it's a little less overwhelming. Okay, maybe I'm just starting with this. And I'll have to prep like 21 meals for the week. Um, so I think that would be a huge starter tip. Right. Okay. So start with one meal. So say, actually, lunch is a good one to start with because I do think we spend a lot of money on lunch. Yeah. In fact, today I'm ha- I'm happy my husband made me lunch, but 
that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. So if I were just want, if say I just wanted to just start out and I just wanted to plan my lunches for a week, yeah, I need to start with a list. Or what would you recommend? Yeah, I think just coming up with the recipes is the biggest thing. I think if you're just getting started, maybe if you have recipes you already know you like, that could be the way to go because it can be super frustrating if you try a new recipe and it doesn't turn out that great. And then it's just kind of like, well, I just wasted all this time and effort in this. So maybe start with some of your tried and true recipes, kind of line them up for the week, like for your lunches. Um I also think people think when you think of meal prep, you're eating the same thing every single day. I think I get stuck in a rut. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. So I think that you should try to kind of tweak it up a little bit. I mean, it doesn't have to be completely different foods, but maybe kind of putting a twist on a different meal so that you're not eating the same thing for lunch every day because that can get kind of burnout too. Okay. So you're actually talking about preparing what most people would consider like a dinner meal and then spreading it throughout the week. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um, I think that keeps it kind of fun and exciting and you look forward to eating that food because if you're not going to look forward to eating the meal the chance of you keep doing it is pretty slim so a lot of people think like meal prep you see like just like chicken and rice and maybe a side of vegetables or something and I think it's more fun to kind of make a full meal that you would enjoy eating and then just break it out into containers right I think the containers may be where a lot of people get confused or overwhelmed yeah I've I've watched a lot of people meal prep and some people are just so organized and they're, you know, you open the refrigerator and the containers are lined up for each day. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you go, wow. Yeah. It looks like it's intimidating. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, right? Yeah. I'm not sure I can get my head around that. Yeah. So talk about containers for a minute. Uh, what kind of difference can containers make for you? I think the containers are just helpful so that you have it already Again, just for that convenience of the grab and go, I mean, if it's not a big deal to you to scoop your food out in the morning and take it, that's fine. But I think the containers really just help it be that simple, okay, I just have to reach in the fridge, grab my lunch, and I'm out the door to right. go to work. Um, and I think it can be as simple as you can go to Walmart and get contain like a set of like three containers for like five bucks. Uh, if you want to invest a little more money, it can be helpful to get glass ones because then you can freeze them. And some can even go in the oven. So if you wanted to freeze something and then heat it right back up glass ones are kind of better for that but it doesn't have to be super complicated I mean it can just be I'm a big fan of reusing just leftover like yogurt containers and things like that um and just putting food in those I don't think it has to be these like very organized ways of doing it but they but, stack so nicely yeah but right? if that does it for you then that's that's great too but I think for some Until people I that's like a little yeah <laughs> it becomes a little overwhelming um so I think just kind of sticking with what is what makes sense to you and what's not going to overwhelm you is probably the best part, thing to do. Right. When people are just thinking about meal prepping, I guess it would, uh, they should really think about exactly what are they trying to do? Because yeah. I think it's a lot different for someone who is maybe trying to lose weight and wants sure. to stick to, you know, a certain, am you know, amount of food, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think that's, I don't think, um, I think that's also a misconception is like meal prep is for people that are like trying to lose weight or something. And no, I think it's something great for anybody. It just helps anybody um, have convenience, save money, eat healthy. Um, but I think uh, it can, it, you should make it individualized to you. So whatever you need and however you want to do that. Yeah. So what does that look like when you're sitting down and you're thinking, okay, I need to get more organized. I'm spending a lot of money. I'm not really eating very well. <laughs> I'm just grabbing something really quick at work. How just the whole thought process going into meal prep? How does that look? Yeah, I think the biggest 
the biggest step is kind of trying to plan it out. So really trying to get an idea of, all right, what do I want to make? And really trying to get the recipes down. I think that's the biggest thing. Because once you plan what recipes you want, then you can make a grocery list off of that. And then you go to the grocery store and then you have the food and you're able to make it. What do you suggest for recipes? Say somebody says, hey, I am stuck in a rut. I'm having a turkey sandwich every day, and I really just need to get out of this space. Yeah, so we have, so for my job, we have just have a ton of recipes just laying around, so I look through them a lot. But honestly, I get the most um, inspiration for my stuff just through a bunch of, like, Instagram accounts or um, different websites. There's a bunch of dietitians that have one that comes to mind that I love, the Lean Green Bean. She just has a ton of... um, recipes all over the place there's another one sweet peas and saffron she also does like a whole meal prep 101 for people that need like need it spelled out for them too so i love this like the blogs and instagram accounts for those so you you've added actually another element there and that is uh kind of making it a hobby kind of making it something that's more fun and kind of a challenge to accomplish yeah and i think that's huge too because if you you feel like it's a chore because that's the one thing i hear a lot is like i don't have time for this but if you make it fun and not think of it as a chore and you're like, oh, what do I want to make this week? And, oh, that sounds really good. Oh, look at these pictures of these foods. That sounds really good. makes it a little more fun. And then you're excited to not only cook the food, but then eat the food, too. What's the biggest mistake we, we make on lunches? I mean, if you were just thinking just um, health-wise, what is the biggest mistake we make? I mean, I think for lunches, lunch is probably the biggest time people go to, like, you know, the fast food places or things like that. So I think if you're eating out, it's probably one of the more unhealthier times people eat out because you're really trying to get something quick on your, like, 30-minute lunch break or something. Mm. And then for packing lunches, um, I think we do just kind of make it a little boring. Like, if you think of a typical lunch bag, you're probably thinking just, like, a sandwich and maybe a piece maybe of fruit some or chips something. Maybe some fruit, maybe your drink, whatever your beverage yeah, is. Yeah, so it can be a little boring, and I think if you um, make it more of, like, if even if you just made a big batch of something for dinner the night before and just had leftovers and then ate that the next day for lunch, I think it makes it a little more exciting and probably a little more nutritious, too. All right. So maybe the biggest challenge is just getting your head around just some fun recipes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think if you can find the right recipes, that makes it that makes a big difference. And I know um, for my job, we do a weekly community meal prep where people from the community come and we all cook meals together. And that's what they one thing I hear a lot. They're like, I go home and it's like, I don't know which one I want to eat first. Like, I'm just excited to eat it. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. As a dietitian, how would you like people to look at food differently? What do you think uh, is a, our biggest problem? That's a great question. Um, I think we look at food really black and white. Like I think we think of these foods are good and these foods are bad and this food, you should eat this and you shouldn't eat that. And food just, that's not the way food should be. Um, I think that we should be looking at food as more of like things that give us energy and fuel us and nourish us and um, there's not really this concept of these good and bad foods that we're always trying to do. I yeah, think is, our, is our biggest challenge when it comes to weight eating too much of those foods rather than exactly what we are eating? Absolutely. Yeah, I think you know I don't think I don't believe in cutting out food groups. I think you can eat mostly what you want, but I think it's all about you know sitting down and really taking the time to enjoy your food. And are you full yet? And if you are full, then do you really need to finish your plate and all that kind of stuff? I think we just 
we're constantly, you know, eating in our cars or eating in front of the computer or while we're working and we're not really paying attention to what we're doing. And then we just end up and then all of a sudden our food's gone. And it's like, did we really need all that food? Were we full five minutes ago? I think that's kind of our biggest problem. You like even forget that you ate. Yeah. It's like, did you really taste it? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's gone. I'm, I'm a victim of it too. I mean, I sit in front of the TV and, you know, you're eating your popcorn and it's like, popcorn's gone. Did I really even taste it? Not so much. Right. Anything that you'd like to add? Um, I don't think, I think just really trying to, um, I think meal prep can just be really overwhelming. And I think we just, if you just simplify it down, um, and just start out, you know, just start out with one meal or start out with a meal that you really like, I think is the biggest thing. And it can, meal prep can look different for everybody. So don't think you need to be following those people that have the 20 containers in their fridge all laid out to go. All right. And how can people, can people get a hold of you? Do you have tips somewhere that they can find or? Yeah. So, um, I work for a nonprofit gym called Fit to Recover. Um, we host weekly community meal preps there. Um, so if you look at Fit to Recover on Facebook, you can see the event there. And then I also, um, you can email me at Cassidy at fit to Okay. Cassidy, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you.